you know, when I was at tech, I was doing head gaskets and water pump. Guys aren't doing that much anymore of that. Right. right. It's not, it's different. And so it's like, it's going to change again, but it's going to require the same skill set. Mm-hmm. So we're going to need that. Those people, I think this industry still has a lot to offer. I think it's a good career. I think it's a long-term career for, for most people. And, you know, I wouldn't be afraid. I just watch, watch it evolve and, and just evolve with it. You know, stay on the training and become part of the new, you know, the new era. Don't shy away from it. And I think everybody will be fine. Hey, I'm Coach Jay. I'm the G-Man. We've built this podcast for the hardworking men and women of the automotive community. Some of you will listen and be entertained. Others will listen and apply. Our purpose is to provide both. Welcome to the Hard Shop Life. And we're back again for another Hard Shop Life. This is Coach Jay and the... G-Man. (laughs) G-Man. What's up, buddy? How are you? How do I laugh at my own intro? Dude, I think it's great, man. I think, you know, I think it's great. I'm a narcissist. Is that the right term? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I don't Something think like so. That. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to give you that. Just With that, let's just take a sip. So how's it going, brother? Man, it's going good, buddy. Um, how's, uh, so uh, just for everybody out there, and I think we talked about this last time. Okay. But uh, you recently moved back to San Francisco. Yes, we opened another office. Yep. We have, dude, we are coast to coast. Yeah. So we, you know, of course, our our headquarters is in the beautiful state of Missouri. 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 Kansas City, where you reside, right? Uh, I still, uh, we have an office in Boston. Yeah. Uh, that we still, you know, manage and doing well with. And yeah, so we moved to San Francisco and we opened our San Francisco office. So now, G-Man, we have an office downtown yeah uh it's nice i've been there (laughs) it's 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 amazing we got a killer deal gorgeous which by the way i'm going to talk about later in this in in this episode we're we're having our first manager's retreat there yeah dude we i went g-man style i mean we took out all the stops we're on the 49th floor with a view of the entire city we have a conference room that has views that will knock their socks off. We're going to have a little reception kind of sort of meet and greet the, mm-hmm. the night before our actual class starts or our meeting starts, which is in the speakeasy on the same floor showing the bay. I mean, it's just knockout. Yeah. Knockout. No, it's baller. We, we went all out. Uh, so I, we look forward to that. As a matter of fact, I think we and we can, we'll mention this again, give some details or if you want to reach out, we may have a couple of spots open for uh, maybe a listener or two if they're interested. Uh, I mean, it's going to be jam packed with stuff. Two full days. I mean, they, you come in on, on on a Thursday night, all day Friday. We have a little bit of field trip that we're going to give. That's, uh-huh. an, that's an exercise somewhat of a, you know, life changing thing, almost like Tony Robbins, right? Rough, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and then uh, and then Saturday, and then you let go Saturday. And, hey, come down to the city, man. San Francisco's beautiful. Yeah, we're doing some hard nosed uh, math, right? Yeah. We're gonna do some oh. some departmental math exercises, some to leadership to, development. We're doing some leadership stuff, and then uh, and then it's and then some personal development stuff. Some we got some exercises that should be pretty cool, and uh, I think I think it's gonna be. I, Dude, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's gonna be amazing. A, it's gonna be a pretty cool event. It's I'm by the way, about it. and it's an intimate setting, so it's a uh, you know we're it's, we're only we're only gonna bring in a certain amount of people, so oh, it should yeah. be small. Be yeah, it should be pretty no. cool. It's not a big conference room full of no, people. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. There's only there's only like twelve seats. Yeah, like, I mean it's it's intimate. Like we we and it's gonna be 
going to go to an amazing dinner. We're going to do all sorts of things. We have, we have buses picking us up and t- I mean, it's, it's going to be really out, cool. I'm excited out. about it. I'm really excited about it. So, um, so yeah, so we're going to do that and it's fantastic. I'm super excited by the way, for those of you, even our managers that are going to attend listening, uh, don't rent a car. Yeah. Don't, don't rent a car. Rent a car. Well, okay. I'm, I'm probably maybe not for the reason I think, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking don't rent a car just because there's no freaking place to park it. And yeah. it's going to be a pain in the butt for us. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm thinking. But no. I'm, I'm no, no, looking no, no, at no, you. No, I'm no. thinking yeah. you got a different agenda. No, 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 Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what I just did this past weekend. Okay. Let me tell you what I just did. $82.60. $82.60. That's what it costs to rent a car per day? Or? Nope. <laughs> that's how much it cost me for 10 gallons oh my God. of gas. <laughs> 10. Okay, 10. Wow. Right? For those listening who have your big old F-150, F-250, okay, $82 for 10 gallons. Yeah. Okay? Now everybody's going to laugh, oh, welcome back to California. (laughs) True. Okay, you're right. You know, prices for other things are a little bit low. Gas prices are not. Right? And that's happening throughout the country. I mean, it's kind of expensive here, isn't it? No. It's not expensive. (laughs) All right, well. I just filled up that Escalade. Like we, they're letting us drive. Like they Cadillac. gave you an Escalade. They got an Escalade. Yeah. Get out of here! Yeah. Congratulations. So I, I just, I'll tell you how I finagled that thing. But uh, I filled it up, and it took twenty two gallons. It was like seventy three dollars or something like that to fill the thing up. Yeah. So it was less than what you spent for ten gallons. Yeah, I beat you <laughs> for ten <laughs> gallons. I beat you, <laughs> dude. It would kill me. So I'm, you know, I'm driving back and forth to the store, right? And it's no small clip. It's 60, 65 miles or whatever it is, round trip. And they give us a car to drive, which is fine. And they had us in that GMC. Yeah. And it was a Acadia. And it didn't get the greatest gas miles, but it was, you know, it's a small SUV. Yeah. It's a dec- it's a nice car. It was a new one. And uh, they had a client, a customer that, that uh, needed a loan car and wouldn't take the Escalade because of the gas mileage. They were like, no, we can't take it for the gas mileage. We won't take it. So I said, give them the GMC. I'm driving. It's fine. Just give me the Escalade. I'll take it. Nice. And so I got the, so I got the Escalade. And I was nice. like, yeah. And then, then you're guessing it. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. And it's, it's, using, it's using basically a tank every four days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that is what's crazy. So uh, listen, uh, and it's funny. It's funny because- we have our stores throughout the country, right? And one of the topics that's come up is, hey, you know, do you guys think, what do you guys think about this whole gas thing? Like, I think it's going to affect our our, our, our counter. It, you know, customers are just going to pull back and not do services or whatnot. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Put the pedal to the metal when it comes to offering opportunity for service, right? I mean, right now I'm like, dude, you should be selling fuel injection services like they're pancakes. Yeah. Right? Clean those things out. Air filters. You should be checking. You should literally make a thing. Come in to check your air filter to ensure that you get the proper gas mileage expected from yeah. your vehicle. Yeah, I think. I mean, you know, I've heard a couple of different people speak on that on that topic, and you know, I, I mean, everybody's a little doomsday on it. Like, oh, gas prices is going to, you know, it's going to kill our business. And between that and the pandemic, and like, we just can't win. But I agree. I agree with you. I think if you really explore it you know, it could be an opportunity for us because mm-hmm. of that, right? Mm-hmm. If you're, if, if they're deferring some maintenance, you know, they haven't had an, an air filter in a while. They haven't had their fuel injection service done or, or induction service done. They haven't uh, got their, um, their alignment 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the other thing too. I mean, misaligned tires, unbalanced tires can affect your fuel mileage, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, if it's not tracking straight, it's not rolling straight, mm-hmm. it's going to scrub off a, a few miles per gallon here or there. And if you start to stack all those things together, new spark plugs, fuel injection service, fresh oil, you know, the uh, uh, solid alignment, you know, it's like you start stacking all those things together. They could, you know, they could add, you know, several miles per gallon to, you know, to their fuel mileage and it'd be worth, it'd be worth it to them. They'd save enough money to make it make sense, especially right now. But we just have to be talking about rather than thinking, oh my God, what are we going to do and what's going to happen? We should be thinking about what are our customers need right now? Yeah. Like what, what do they need from us? Because that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna tell you right now, if you are a store that provides loaner cars and your gas penalty charge, okay, hasn't been adjusted. Oh, you're going to, they're going to take you to the, I mean, they're going to take you to the cleaners. I'll tell you why it happened. It happened. So our store in San Francisco, G-Man charged a $6 charge per gallon, Mm. $6. Okay. It's not enough. It's not enough. (laughs) $7.69. So they found out that customers were full tank of gas, dropping off empty. Yeah. And said, just charge me. Charge me the six bucks. Yeah. And they're like, what? No, what? And at first they were like, sure, don't worry about it. Just for customer satisfaction. No, they were taking the loaner car for that. Like, it's cheaper for me to take the loaner car and not have to worry about the gas. Yeah. Just charge me. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So I think right now, I think that's a tip that we'd like to provide is check your loaner fleet and your, you know, right now it's an all time high. Yeah. You know, you were looking before, go, oh, we're going to charge you 250 per gallon, but right now it's 369. You're going to lose money. Right. Uh, so make those adjustments necessary. Dude, offer some great incentives, you know, the, the air filters, whatever it is, man. Talk to your yeah, partner. Create a package. Yeah, create, create a, a package. fuel mileage package for yeah. your customers and say, hey, we got a package going on. It's a special right now. And, you know, we know gas, gas is, it's, there's a gas crunch. So, you know, maximize your mileage and perform these, you know, these three, four, five services, whatever, package them together. Right. I mean, make it interesting and then get it, get your people excited about it and get them out, you know, because they're watching the news too, right? And so they're caught up in the whole thing. And, I mean, I don't know. We, I don't, you know, we don't typically get political on our show, but, uh, but, you know, it's hard to not pay attention to the war in, in Ukraine. I don't typically watch the news, but that's definitely a topic that's, you know, sticking out there. And, and, and especially staying in hotel rooms, you flick on the TV and boom, yeah. it's on. And so you can't really run away from it. And it's pretty heart wrenching in what, what's happening and what it's, how it's impacting our country and what it's doing to us you know, with the gas crunch and, and just our political climate in general. But so people are looking for something, you know, it's like your employees are being affected by it, even if you don't think they are, mm-hmm. even if they're not saying it to you. So, you know, create some levity in your drive and, your, and get these guys excited about something, build a package, put a spiff behind it, play a game, do something fun, you know, and and get them excited. And rather than everybody talking about how bad it's about to get, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I've 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 even heard from other people in our industry or or cust- clients, right, or customers say, "Oh, well, you know what? I don't have to worry about that. I just park my car. I'm I'm going to use, you know, DoorDash, uh, Uber Eats. They'll just drop off my stuff. Oh, I can use Instacart. They'll pick up my groceries. I don't have to worry about that." Psych. I found out this morning, by the way, that Uber and Lyft are charging fifty five cents per mile fuel surcharge. Yeah for taking you anywhere, mm-hmm. right? So are the food delivery guys. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's out there, right? So 
if you are trying to avoid using your vehicle, you're going to pay for it somewhere, right? Save yourself. Let's get the tune-ups done. Let's get the stuff done. You never know. I mean, that that's a huge thing. You know, that, that's one thing. One of the most neglected maintenance items I see throughout the country in thousands of ROs we, re, we look at, bro, people don't replace spark plugs anymore. Man. I know, right? They had 100,000 miles. They never. never they never. <laughs> we just forget that they exist. Yeah. They, 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 you know, it's like, it's like, oh, those are lifetime, right? Mm-hmm. No, they're not <laughs> lifetime. Like seriously, if, you, if you're a manager right now, you need to do air filter, spark plugs, fuel injection service, go to work. Yeah. That's it. Just make it happen. And I, and I, I think too, uh, uh, one thing I, one positive note, I think I want to throw out there is I remember when, um, I remember when the pandemic hit and, uh, you know, everybody was freaking out and, and businesses were trying to decide how, how much to close and, you know, how, how this was all going to work. And we had, um, at the time we had a, a several clients in one location in one city and each one of them took a different approach. Mm-hmm. And the one client that did the best didn't do anything. <laughs> he just he didn't change anything. He didn't change anything. Yeah. He 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 just said, you know what? I'm not going to act like the sky's falling until the sky's falling. Mm-hmm. And so he just kept everybody on. He had a full crew. It just kept them all working. And their numbers they didn't skip a beat. Literally on the other side of town, five miles away, they were fifty percent down. Yeah. And this store was the same. And so it's like to me, as the lesson I learned from that is like, look, let's not predict doom and gloom until the doom and gloom lands. Mm-hmm. Let's not start predicting it. Let's prepare and, and be aware of what's happening. But in, until it really starts to fall off, I'm not going to pretend like it's falling off already. Yeah. And create options, man. Yeah. Yeah. Create options. Like, hey, if you want to do this, we can do that. If this happens and that happens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's funny because a lot of people also say to us, it's like, man, you know, you can't live in the world of hypothetical. I'm not telling you to make everything hypothetical. I'm saying like, pick a couple of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, the car count goes down. How do we entice people? How do we do it? Plan A is that nothing happens. Plan B right. is, hey, we make an adjustment here. Plan C is we do this. It's like, you know, plan B, use marketing. <laughs> like most of the stores we have don't market at all because they don't need to right yeah. now. And it's like, we're living in this, that's the other side too. We're living in this lap of luxury that we've been in for the last, I don't know, five, six years where it's been a boom. Now, if things are going to lean out, our belts are going to tighten a little bit. We still have, we have stuff to do that we haven't really done yet. We haven't gone through that. I mean, shoot, I remember when back in the early nineties, when I started, you know, we were, we were, I was sitting on my tool, on my toolbox till like two in the afternoon before I got my first job, you know, when I was a tech and it's like, we haven't really seen anything like that in since then, to right. be honest with you, I mean, even through 2008, and nine, when the housing bubble popped and all that stuff happened, even then we were setting records in our service and parts department while the sales department was suffering pretty significantly. You know, people were still driving their cars, which is what's going to happen now. I mean, mm-hmm. we still got all these cars on the roads. They got all these miles on them. People have been locked in their house for the last two years. They're, it's, I mean, shoot, just I don't know if you're experiencing this, but when I go to the airport, holy crap. The amount of people that are traveling and the cost it's crazy. The cost of plane tickets is two or three times what it was just a few weeks ago. Crazy, G. It's nuts. And so, and yet people are flying in droves. And I'm just like going, I don't, I don't see this thing holding people back. I think people are gonna be out driving. I think this summer, I think they're gonna go crazy in their cars and everybody's gonna get out. Masks have been taken out in just about every major city. I mean, shoot, I was just in California and they 
relieve the mass restriction in restaurants. They don't even check your vaccination card anymore. So you can move around a little more free. And I think people are responding to that. They want to get on a plane. They want to go somewhere. They want to do stuff that they haven't been doing because, you know, they've been afraid. They've been concerned. And so I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what side of this you're on. I don't think you and I have really talked about it no. until this second. No, we, we haven't. try to save everything for the mic. But yeah. to me, I, I just don't, I'm not sharing that opinion you know, that, uh, that it's, it's all doom and gloom and that we better prepare because the sky's falling. I'm just not, I'm not on that. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, but there. it's the fear factor, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the drama, I guess. Cause people are talking about it. Like, Oh man, you know, like this is going to be the worst April ever. The car count's going to drop. And I'm like, come on, man, get over it, dude. I don't know. Both this, both this, well, shoot. We, the store, the store we have that's in the most expensive part of the country is about to set another record this yeah. month. So like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, you, know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's funny because that store again, man, can we please get some more technicians? Like we have 30 something technicians, but I need 50 technicians, right? We need 50 technicians. That's crazy. I mean, even, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know that we have a store that's really struggling. Right no, now. they're all killing it. So they're it's all like, killing it. They're all killing it. I, I just want to keep moving. I'm going to keep pushing. I think I don't see, I don't see it it affecting us just yet and keep our eyes open and, and, and be nimble and ready to pivot, but stay on the gas. You know, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to bring up a touchy subject again, uh -oh. but I've been, I've been a part of it and, and I, I lived it and I'm, I'm, you know, I don't want to say it, but I may live it again. Uh, EVs. Like everybody's mm. saying like, Oh man, EVs are going to just explode right now with this whole gas thing. We need to just really pivot and get everything, you know, moving and shaking. You got the, you got the, uh, the Kia that just came out and the Hyundai that just came out and, and we're looking at what Ford's doing and we're looking at, you know, Tesla can't get up. Everybody's trying to find a way, right? Mm -hmm. Which by the way, I think, I think our next episode, G man, is going to be, is going to be about, because we've been asked by some of our client, the owners, Hey, JDI, what do you think about this whole EV thing? Like, how can we sustain our service department with an EV? Just preliminary, bro. I've been doing the research. I've been looking deep into it. I haven't even shared it with you yet because I said, I said, let me get some some concrete fact stuff. Let, let me let me play the role of the G-Man and go deep in research. Did you know that the only fluid, the only fluid that will be obsolete? Is engine oil. Mm. Coolant still used. Mm -hmm. Brake fluid still used. Mm. The grease for the motors is still used. There's still grease in those electric motors. Mm -hmm. There's just something in there, right? It's mm -hmm. uh, That's still going to be used that you need to, you got filters, mm -hmm. you got wipers, you got, I mean, you still got all the same stuff. Yeah. It's just the engine oil. So what happens is, is that everybody's like, oh my God, how are we going to, how, how are we going to, you know, but G-Man, how am I going to get coupons for oil changes? They're not going to come in. Get, hey, start replacing cabin filters. Set yourself up placing cabin filters. Exactly. <laughs> do a lot of like Do something, right? Like it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, if anything, pivot and more than ever before, we have several clients right now that do valet services, right? Pick up and yeah. deliver cars. Mm -hmm. No, go to them. Our store in San Francisco, man, they doubled down. Yeah. They are going to, they are on the attack. They're doing mobile service like it's nobody's business. Yep. Right. And they're packing up these sprinter vans pretty much or these big old things. That, I mean, we just went to the, to uh, one of the conferences, right? We were invited to a conference. Yeah. We were there. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, where unfortunately I got COVID. That's probably another thing. And literally that store is like, boom, 
150 G's. Let's buy that van. Yeah. Let's get it fully loaded. I want a mount balancer. I want this. I want that on it. I want, I want, I want, so we can have, I mean, it, it was inspiring. I was like, holy cow. Yeah. They're going after it. They're going after it. Mm-hmm. Right. And they sold out. I mean, they only had like, oh, we only have like 65 available that are done. Mm-hmm. 65 sold. I mean, bro, <laughs> these guys, man, so smart. I mean, we should go in the business of, 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 you know, I don't know. What can we build and put into a car that we sell to these dealers <laughs> for 150 G's? I'll tell you this. I, I, I rented that Tesla when I was in LA because my wife wanted the X yeah. Tesla. And so I told her, I said, well, look, we're going to be out there. Let's get a Turo. You can try it. Yeah. See if you like it. You know, cause she never driven one before. I'll be honest. First of all, it scared her. She didn't like that car. Wow, really? Yeah. She didn't like it. It, it, it is a little unnerving because it, it takes it's a little getting different. used to. Yeah, it takes man. a little getting used to. It's like an RC car. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like right now. It doesn't have that lag. And, you know, right. it's so that that takes some getting used to. So it, it you know, freaked her out a little bit. Um, but I will say, so the car was like, it wasn't a new one. It was like a, a 19 or I think it was a 19. And um, and it had, you know, like 70,000 miles, 60,000 miles or something like that. Um, and it was not in the greatest condition. I mean, it was mm. not like the guy took really good care of the car and, and, you know, it was clean and everything. And he was, he was a great host in terms of the rental thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's a car, it, it felt like a car was 70,000 miles on. That's what it felt mm-hmm. like when I drove it, I could feel it. It felt to me like the rear shocks needed to be replaced. Mm-hmm. It felt to me like there was a, you know, there's actually the, the little sun visor on the side, the hinge was broken. The thing was falling down. Mm-hmm. I like, okay, mm-hmm. we, that needs mm-hmm. to be fixed. Mm-hmm. It had tires on it. They're ready to come off of the thing. Like it needed help. It needed some work. Mm-hmm. It needed maintenance. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking it's got shocks. It's got wheel bearings. It's got, you know, tie rods. It's gonna, you know, it's got a steering rack, right? I mean, it's got this stuff. It's it, this stuff's gonna, you know, it's gonna, it, those things are not going to last forever. And I felt like, I think I, I was caught up in a lot of that where the car's perfect and will never break and will never service another car again. Like I was kind of starting to fall into that trap. Like, Oh, what are we going to do with our business as these electric cars come out and we don't have any work to do. And then I got rented that Tesla and I was like, okay, we'll have plenty of work. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> It'll I be love, different. Like know, it's like, it's been different. It changed. Like, I mean, warranties in the toilet, right? I mean, we don't do the warranty repairs we used no, to do. No, no. Like, they actually evol- finally built cars better. It's just going to be different. That's yeah, it, it is going to be different. But I think I think you're, man, I, you just, dude, I got to give you some mad props, bro. You just seeing like, bing, the little bulb came in my head. Uh, you're right. And that's the way to market it. You know, we need mechanics for mechanical. Yeah. Right? engineers and electricians could do the electrical stuff. We need, mecha- we need mechanics for mechanical. Yep. Their bearings are going to be bad. You're, you're right, man. The air suspension systems, all that stuff. I, it's funny you say that. So I rented a, um, just for fun. I rented a Porsche convertible, mm-hmm. right? Beautiful. Pictures were fantastic. Guy did a great job. Uh, they, it was expensive. It wasn't you know cheap, dude, yep. for, you know, per day. It was, it was cause I was looking at maybe buying a used one about a 2013, 2014. Those things are still going for about a hundred grand, bro. Jesus. It's ridiculous. They're holding their value solid. So I rent this thing and I'm like, maybe I'll like it. So I get in it, right? Beautiful. I mean, it the paint was flawless. Everything was great. The interior looked fantastic. I started driving it, put the top down. Horrible oil burning smell. Drove like crap. I roll down the windows. They won't roll back up. I mean, everything was falling apart on this car. And then I find out, right? $270 a day, G-Man. 136,000 miles on the car. Tires are bald. Brakes are squealing. 
no maintenance, right? I had to call the guy. I'm like, dude, are you serious? You really put this thing on Turo? Like, get out of here. Like, I'm about to destroy you and your ratings. Yeah. Oh, no, you're just too picky, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, you're you're crazy. I'm like, look, I'm returning this car. Oh, 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 oh. it gets better. Breaks down on me. Oh, God. <laughs> Breaks down on me. And the stupid idiot says, operator error. I'm like, he goes, do you know how to drive cars? I'm like, wow. Hey, here's my podcast. I want to let you know that I talk about cars all the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, by the way, we work in the car business <laughs> yeah. and- uh yeah. I'm like, dude, you have a horrible. I'm not a kid mechanic, have- but I play one on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, 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 is you're dead right. Like, take responsibility. Take care of these cars. You know, yeah. take, they're going to need some some help. They're going to need some maintenance. Yep. And I think mechanics at an all time high. Like, you know, I mean, imagine imagine this. Imagine autonomous vehicles. Let's say we get to that point where we have autonomous vehicles. Yep. What so you know? Oh God! It, you know it's going to kill us. It's going to kill our RO count. And this and that. Okay, think about. Let, let's just say you have one car that just does nothing but drive all day. It yeah. never stops. Yeah, it's going to have ten times the amount of mileage on it that a regular car would have. I mean, just think about your Turo example. Yep. And mine, they have high, with super high mileage for the yep. age of the car. Yep. These things are going to mile out. Do you, you don't think these things are going to break? Yep. They're going to be like rattly old piece of. POS taxi cabs, right? You get exactly. in a yellow cab, like one of those Priuses, those things are falling apart. Right. It's because they drive them nonstop. Yeah. It's like, think about it for a second, like change your mindset, you know? Is, isn't it weird where, I, I wonder if there's a way to find that expectation. If there's like a curve that exists where the price of the vehicle then tells you where there's a, a dip in performance reliability in regards to mileage. Like how many times G man did we hear like, I bought a hundred thousand dollar car. Like this should never break. And I'm like, you ever own a Bentley? Yeah. (laughs) How about a Rolls Royce? Yeah. (laughs) Like, like if that thing has more than 20,000 miles on it, you are throwing it off a cliff. Like that thing is just a part. I hadn't no, I didn't have the heart to tell these guys when they were buying those 2002 745s for $90,000, $100,000. I didn't have the heart to tell them they break more, (laughs) sir. They break more. You don't understand. (laughs) Like they're, it's all experimental technology. Nobody's ever done it before. It's, it's not, you know, you're, you're on the cutting edge. Just think about this. You got it first and sorry for your luck. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like, Oh my God. You hear all these people, right? Like I I saw a video the other day about, um, um, uh, a McLaren? Yeah, it was a McLaren. Yeah, McLaren. Yeah. So it was a McLaren 720S. And the guy goes, this is a brand new car. Dude, bolts were loose around the engine compartment. God. It already had a leak on the valve cover gasket. The uh, headliner was starting to peel down. The car had less than a thousand miles on it. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, oh, look at this gap between the molding to the sunroof and the headliner. The headliner's coming off of it. Right. <laughs> like it was cut too short. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like oh my god you know what I'm saying and then like you know how the doors open you know they're like mm-hmm. special doors the doors was like clicking like it, it, hit, it was hitting something so yeah. it needs adjustment I mean it's yeah it's yeah I just I don't know <laughs> I know it's going to change and that's not fun right but I just you know you, we're gonna need guys with a mechanical ability yeah. to fix that stuff yeah exactly I mean, you're just gonna need them that's just how it's gonna be right you know, when I was a tech, I was doing head gaskets and water pump. Mm-hmm. Guys aren't doing that much anymore of that. Right. right. It's not, it's different. And so it's like, it's going to change again, but it's going to require the same skill set. 
Mm-hmm. And so, you know, so we're going to need that. Those people, I think this industry still has a lot to offer. I think it's a good career. I think it's a long-term career for, for most people. And, you know, I wouldn't be afraid. I just watch, watch it evolve and, and just evolve with it, you know, stay on the training and become part of the new, you know, the new era. Don't shy away from it. And I think everybody will be fine. I think it's going to work you out. You know, one big resurgence that has to happen is trade schools. Mm. I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you right now, which is mind blowing. So, so I know two individuals from Georgia brothers. One went to diesel tech. One went to accounting. The accounting guy makes $42,000 a year. The diesel tech is getting paid $50 a flat rate hour. Yeah. $52 a flat rate hour. Right. Where the parents were like, I'm so proud of you. You went to Georgia tech and blah, 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 blah. And this other guy probably went to biotech. Right. While that guy's driving an F-250 diesel truck, all fully loaded with the big, mm-hmm. huge wheels and everything, and his brother's driving a Civic. <laughs> I, I I mean. I mean, wake up, everybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, th- that stigma is gone. Like, technicians will be making $100 a flat rate hour in yeah, no coming. time. It's in coming. no time. In no time. You know why? You know where we saw it first? Where I saw it? Plumbers and HVAC, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. They make a killing. Yeah, that's a great killing. Yeah, that's a great gig. Killing. Yeah, I think I. Yeah, I'm. (laughs) Yeah, if you're thinking about that industry, you're in it right now and you're tech and you're like, I don't know. I'm going to get out. I would not get out. Never. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Figure it out because. Force your kids. Oh, my. Force your kids. If you've ever wanted your kids to go to college, go to the trade school places. Make sure that they Jeez. ensure the future of your kids. I'm telling you right now, man. Like, oh, I, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, even in the even in the 90s, I out earned most of the most of the friends I knew that went to school, of course, like, went to college. I mean, it, yeah, it, it it's it's a good gig. I think it's going to get better. I think they're going to be better trained. They're going to be, and I think it's going to reward the people who who are like, you know, the days of the oil change obviously are going to start to vanish. They're going to start to dwindle and go away. I mean, it's going to take time, a lot of time, but it's going to go away. Let's not kid ourselves. Um, but so that's that's the entry level, right? It's going to be those guys that care about their craft, that that want to learn how to fix cars, that want to be like, they are going to grow with the industry and become become better, better technicians, Mm-hmm. as a result, because it's going to force them to become better, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to force us all because we have to evolve with it. And I just really think as that starts to increase, you know, we keep saying this. And when I started in this business, guys would say it, that, oh, it's really hard to work on your car in your driveway now, right? And that was, you know, again, you know, I started in 87 and, and you know, worked, worked through the 90s. And now I hear guys say that today, that, oh, it's just so hard to work on your car in your driveway anymore, right? It's just, we keep saying it is going to get to that point where it's it's virtually going to be impossible. Yeah. Right. It just, it really is. You're not going to be able to have the level of equipment necessary to work on an electric vehicle. You you don't want to risk your life. Right. Right. With the battery that's going to run an automobile. I don't know that you want to do that in your driveway, right. you know, or, right. or like I saw them change a, va- a battery on, on those bolts. I think it's a, called a bolt, the Chevy, yeah. the Chevy yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That thing's the size of a car. They got to get a forklift out to get the, like, I was like, what in the world? Nobody's doing that in their driveway. No, no. So I don't know. I mean, I just, you know, the gas, the electric, the autonomous, it's like, yeah. Is it going to force us to evolve and become, yes, but I think we become better for it. And I, 
And I think that our industry will evolve and I, people are going to need transportation. And that's that's what we focus on, transportation. And if it drives by itself or somebody else drives it, it's got wheels, it's going to, you know, it's going to wear out. And I'll tell you right now, guys, uh, I, I, I want you to know that what the shift has occurred. So there was a, 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 a research, a study that came out. G-Man, do you know that because of COVID, because of COVID, single-handedly what COVID has affected people is they're moving out of urban areas back to the suburbs. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. It is a huge exodus mm-hmm. out of these metro areas because they don't want to be that close to people. Yeah. They don't want to be on top of people anymore. Well, the At other first thing, it was cool and now it's like not but it's cool. also expensive, right? Exactly. Exactly. And so if I don't have to work in the city, why am I living there? Yeah. If I can work from home, I'll... Yeah. I'll be better. out there. Right. Like all those tech guys left San Francisco. Yeah, they really did. They did. They didn't need to be there they anymore. They really did. And thank you. Thank you. That's how right. I got a killer deal on our, on our, on our, on my apartment. That's exactly right. Thank you. Thank you. Killer deal for our office. Thank you. Great job. Great. Dude, there is more that, commercial space open. I'll tell you what, if anybody's if awesome, it, if you're thinking about that, reach out to us info at jdicoaching.com. Um, send us an email. And tell us that you're interested and we'll reach out to you. But uh, I will say this. I, so I lived in the San Francisco Bay Area most of my life. And uh, my wife and I loved San Francisco. We loved going there. We went there all the time, constantly. So often as I possibly could, I'd go to San Francisco. And you drive across the Bay Bridge, coming from the East Bay, going west across the Bay Bridge into the city. Um, there was this, just this tall. I remember them building the building. Mm-hmm. I remember them constructing it right next to the highway right there. And watching it, it just it's it's a skyscraper. It, yeah, it's a freaking skyscraper. And I remember just dreaming about what would it be like to live there. I always wanted to live in the city. Just always, always yeah. that was always my dream. Yeah. And if it, and son of a bitch, you moved into that. <laughs> <laughs> that exact building. Dude, I was telling I my wife, remember that building? She's like, where is that? Because she saw the view of the Bay Bridge yeah. behind us. She's like, where is that? And I said, you remember that building we used to talk about all that? She goes, no. I go, yeah, it's that building right there. <laughs> That's our building. That's the office. Yeah, dude. No. So so I want to say one last thing. It's beautiful. I want to say one it's last beautiful. thing. I want to say one last thing to our audience. But I, it's a surprise for you, which I'm not supposed to do. But I'm going to break my promise. I'm sorry because it's worth it. Right? Because technically, you know, we're married in this one. So I have my wife too. And, and we're married there too. But, you know, honey, I'm sorry for doing this. But because I wanted to surprise you know, Gary, but this is the deal. You're going to love Union Square. They have now implemented guards and tour-like oh, people. It is cleaner than ever before. It is like Carly was like, okay, tell all your clients, stay at Union Square. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. It, they went and said, we got to fix this, guys. If COVID is over, we got to fix it. It is I'm telling you, bro. Like I walked down there, I'm like, holy shit, this is it broke my heart. I it know broke my heart. That's my favorite place in the entire planet. Dude, it is back. It, they have people on every corner. They're moving people. They're saying, keep walking. What are you doing? What's going on? Let the tourists be in. It's one of those like, and you know, I saw this before in Atlanta. They have like these ambassadors of like, mm, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And they're mm-hmm. just enforcers. What yeah. are you doing here? What's going on? Yep. Keep, moving. keep moving. Thank you for being here. Keep moving. Nobody, no panhandlers. Nope. Not allowed to yep. be here. Keep moving. It is. Uh, so they s- do that. They do that in Brazil. So on on in Rio on the uh, it's a uh, Copacabana and Ipanema's the two beaches right there. Okay. 
And so you're on the beach and the beach is just beautiful and the sidewalk's beautiful and they got this crazy like tile uh, down. It's it, it's one way, it's just black and white tiles. It has one design on the Ipa side and it has another design on the Copa side. It's, it's crazy, beautiful, it's gorgeous. There's hotels, it's, it's like being in a resort. And you go one block into the city and you get accosted by every homeless person. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. I could imagine. And uh, and they keep them off the beach. They just, they're like, no, they just, they keep yeah. the area clean. And, and so the tourists can be there and they can be, you know, un, uh, you know, accosted, like, and enjoy their time there. And it's like that, that's how it has to be. It's like, it's, it's gotta be that way. Yeah. I mean, Otherwise you just don't go there. Yeah, you exactly. Don't go there. Exactly. So it obviously. I don't want to go there and get exactly. that treatment. I just. I mean, you were right, man. When you, went, when you went, you're like, dude, it's bad. And you it know, was like, bad. And it was bad. And I, and I saw, but then like Carla and I would drove, I'm like, holy cow, like what happened? There's people there. And I'm like, it's more, it, it was slam packed. Wow. But everybody, I felt safe. I really did. Yeah. And I was like, man, the loin's still the loin, bro. You got parts of the tenderloin. They're oh, going to yeah, be over well, there. Like, around. But but that area right there, I was like, oh, Skid Row's always going to be Skid Row. Yeah, tenderloin's always going to be the tenderloin. It's always going like, to be, though. It is what it is. They're doing that in Seattle, too. So we were in Seattle. It's the same thing. I experienced the same thing at Pike's Market in okay. Seattle. Same exact thing. Okay. It's like it's been, it was rough there, and they're starting to clean it up now. I was watching the news the other day when I was in Wenatchee. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just starting to clean up, and it looks a lot better now. It's just tourism is back, yeah. right? Well, people want to be thing. out, right? That's and thing. people want to feel safe, and people want to travel, and people want to mm-hmm. get out. And so they want to make people feel safe yep. in, in any environment. And I think it's the right thing to do. Like yeah. You shouldn't be in fear of walking a street. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. You know? So we're going to have the retreat. It's going to be, I mean. May 12th through the 14th. Yep. 2022. Yep. So if you, if you want to come out, let us know. We'll, we can, we can help set you up. Um, again, just, just reach out to us. Info at jdicoaching.com. Drop us a line. Let us know you're interested and in, uh, we'll have one of our team members reach out to you and set you up and, uh, and we'll, and we'll get something going. But I, I would expect if I'm a, a man, and this is specifically for managers, if you're a fixed operations director or a, a service director, um, this is going to be the event for you. Yeah. And so not, Intimate. S- not so much for advisors. No. It, and uh, it, it's really just a management conference. And the idea again is to, you know, go over some hard math and really start to talk about where we are and where we want to go for 2022. And then, uh, what's and then, the aim? Yeah. What's the aim, right? <laughs> you go, hey, those who, those who attend will find out what the aim what is. What the aim is. And then, you know, and then it's, it's a lot about personal development. So the thing that I think we found as we've, as we've gone to some of these events where guys like Tony Robbins speaks and mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of what is in our way in terms of, of success or taking our business to the next level, whether you're an entrepreneur working in somebody's organization and wanting to, to grow it, or you're an entrepreneur like us with, you know, where you have your own company, uh, both are very similar, you know, thought process. And the idea is that, the biggest thing that's in your way is really you. Yeah. You don't realize that, but that's what it is. Yeah. Your ability to see outside yourself, to see something that, that isn't there. Right. Yeah. Because you've never seen it before. You don't know that it's there. Right. And, uh, and, and so we got some exercises that we, 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 uh, we're going to employ that I think is going to help people get there, get out of their box, be able to see past themselves and really be able to plan, uh, and again, hard math with personal development to plan like that, that what would I call it? A quantum leap forward. Oh yeah. Quantum leap. So, yeah. you know, if you're interested, let us know. We got a couple of seats open. Uh, again, info at jdicoaching.com, info at 
jdicoaching.com. We're also going to be back with some more content. We appreciate everybody checking in with us, listening to the podcast. The podcast continues to grow in spite of the fact that we haven't been able to give it the time and attention we wish we could, but it just continues to grow. And that is, has everything to do with you. And, and, and we, we appreciate it more than, more than, you know, and, uh, and we want to thank everybody, uh, every opportunity we can. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for downloading the podcast and, and uh, giving us a reason to be here on the mic, talking to each other. Yeah. And thank you to our clients, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank uh, you for spin. believing in us and believing in yourselves and and generating the amount of income that uh, that you're generating. I mean, uh, you know, I, just thank you. I've had owners reach out going, thank mm. you so much. The value, mm. the valuation of my business has mm. multiplied exponentially. Yep. So thank you. And I'm like, hey, we're just doing what your people can do. Mm-hmm. We got our clients eight million last year. <laughs> And we're on pace to do more this year. So we have one client might get five million. <laughs> five million myself. I know. Jeez Louise, you know. By himself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, you know, and we, we don't do that alone. That's a that's a, a that's a that's a joint effort with with the clients that work with us. So um everything's a team. Uh, but again, thank you. And uh, if you if you want to, you know, reach out to us, you got a question. We love questions. It helps it helps us to um bring relevant content to you guys. Info at jdicoaching.com and uh, and we'll answer your question on the air, send you some swag. Um, if you have an advisor or you you are an advisor, service advisor, and you want to be interviewed for our top advisor series, we're going to continue that this year. We already had one come up. Um, we're, I would expect more as we go forward. Um, we have had people reaching out to us all the time and uh, we're sifting through and trying to get the interviews done as fast as we can. And we're going to protect you. Yeah. Your advisors. Yeah. I've gotten more phone calls about Brie <laughs> than any time ever in our podcast history. More people, mm-hmm. strangers. Hey, Coach J, G-Man, I, you know, I'm inspired. Uh, uh, I got I got a female advisor here. Is there any way I can connect them? No, yeah. we're not going to connect mm-hmm. you. We're, like, if you're coming, we're going to protect you. Don't worry. We, we want to, you know, give you the spotlight, which is great. But, you know, nobody's being poached. Nobody's, it just... We, we want to take care of the assets that people have, yeah. right? Because I think that's a fear that a lot of our clients, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, how about if somebody wants to offer them double? That's not going to happen where everything's private. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do want to showcase those individuals that have done exemplary work and that they deserve it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So it's not a, uh, we're not putting you on the auction block. Nope. So if you want to, you want to be part of it, we won't, um, we're not going to sell you off to the highest bidder. <laughs> we'll protect your advisors. We'll protect uh, yourself. I think it's just to me, it, it's been extremely re- rewarding to, uh, to talk with these, ex- these amazing individuals about what they do and, and have them share their insights. And, and you know, even in, in a small way, the small tidbits about how how they've been successful in this in this business for many, many years, a lot of them and, and just built a successful career. And so I really think it's valuable, valuable. I mean, honestly, the most valuable information. Mm-hmm. If if you're an advisor out there and you want to excel and do better, I mean, just straight from the horse's mouth. It's right there. People are already doing it. So, yep. so if you're thinking about it and you're like, I don't know how I do on my, we'll help you through it. Just, um, um, but just think about what you're giving back to this organization or this in industry. Sorry, that's that's given so much to us, right? If you've had a good career and a good solid, pay it forward pay it forward to somebody else, help these young people, help our industry grow. Let's keep us relevant and and keep moving forward. So um, reach out to us, info at jdicoaching.com. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Hard Shop Life. Yeah.